Welcome to Startup to Scale, a podcast by Food Bevy. I'm your host, Jordan Buckner. Join me as I talk to aspiring entrepreneurs, seasoned industry experts, and everyone in between as we unlock the keys to growing from startup to scale. Welcome to episode 100 of the Startup to Scale podcast. I can't believe that we're here, 99 interviews later. Today, I want to share my gratitude that you chose to join me on this journey of building a thriving food and beverage ecosystem. On today's episode, I want to share my personal reflections on the state of the food and beverage industry. I started this podcast with the goal of learning how to grow a company from startup to scale. And along the way, I've talked with founders, retailers, and marketing experts to find out what led to their success and failure. And lessons learned so that you can build an incredible business and make an impact on people's lives. There are three major things and themes that have stood out. First, the food and beverage industry and community is extremely positive and supportive of small businesses. And there are so many great relationships that have turned into friendships. Second, it's incredibly easy to start a food and beverage company, but extremely difficult to find product market fit and a critical momentum that propels your business forward. And three, now is a really great time of opportunity for your business if you can take advantage of it. So let's dive into each of those. I want to start with the amazing welcomeness and positivity within our food and bev community. You know, I've been in this industry for almost a decade now through my various businesses, and it's just been the most warm and supportive group of people that I've ever had the chance to meet. You know, I've been in other industries, but I've never been surrounded by so many people who want each other to succeed, and especially those being seeming competitors. So there's really a true sense of the pie is big enough for all of us. I see this among brands and also among industry supporters. I'm encouraged by all the product collaborations out there, the LinkedIn and and Instagram giveaways, and all these really cool uh, collabs going on out there. You know, one of my favorites was the delicious TBH hazelnut spread paired with Chubby's PB&J sandwiches that they did with a Stranger Things collab. Absolutely delicious. And on my side, I get to collaborate with seemingly would-be competitors too, including Ali Ball of Food Biz Wiz, Gage Mitchell from Evolve CPG, Julie Pryor from Emerge, and tons of others. What's really great is that we're all here to help founders like you and build a more supportive and inclusive ecosystem that we can all really thrive and succeed in together. My big takeaway is to really use this time to build a truly supportive network for yourself. Move beyond the LinkedIn conversations to build friendships with trusted advisors. You know, join Food Bevy Founder Circle to connect with other founders on a deeper level and have a, a small mastermind group that you can work with. Find your people. You'll need it. Now, all this positivity is definitely necessary because this industry can be grueling. Every week this year, I've talked to a founder who's had to shut down their company. It's really sad. Why? 
It's incredibly easy to start a food and beverage company, but extremely difficult to build one. What I mean by that is to actually build a business that is profitable or exponentially growing. First off, I've seen so many products that taste great and sound great, but never achieve product market fit. That means a product that has a aligned and readily reachable customer base that you can reach profitably. That's what happened with my company, T-Squares. We created a tea-infused energy snack, but realized no one actually went in the store ever looking for a tea-infused energy snack, not even me. So why would anyone else? When people tried it, they loved the taste, the texture, but couldn't quite place it into an eating occasion. And it was really expensive to educate those customers on what we were and why they should buy it and why they should eat it. And that cost was just too big of a hurdle to overcome. Your path to building a company will be much easier if you can align your product with a strong existing consumer demand. I always say, ride the wave of consumer demand, right? If you look at the keto movement, that was something that had a huge wave that was moving with or without your products because that's what consumers were demanding. So many of us create the product from a personal need, but realize there just aren't quite that many people out in the world who actually would regularly want to eat or drink what we're selling, or that they're just really spread out and difficult to reach or educate. Make this process and this journey as easy on yourself as possible. The second problem is that founders like us have been blinded by the media to think that the only way to build a successful company is to take an outside VC investment, grow to $100 million, and get acquired. As if the goal for all your hard work, all your energy, is just to sell it off for money. Well, Let me break it to you. If your goal is to make a ton of money, there are so many other industries which are way easier to do it in. Even if you know that's not the path for you, there's a constant pressure to go that direction. Why? For one, building a food and beverage business takes a lot of money, time, and you make low margins on top of that. Then, if you're not raising VC cash, every conversation you have seems to belittle your little hobby business or lifestyle business, as if the only businesses to be taken seriously need at least a million dollars in funding and is going to grow like a rocket ship. And don't get me wrong, I think that the VC model is great if you have the right product market fit and clear expectations for what that means for your future, but it shouldn't be the default. I can tell you, I have talked with dozens and dozens of founders who said, I wish I did not take on this investor. I've never met a founder who had a profitable company say, I wish I would have taken on VC funds earlier. It never happens. Now, if you do raise VC funds, but don't yet have product market fit, it's kind of like gambling with good intentions. Just know that you're going to take an all-or-nothing approach, and at the end, you'll lose your company, either by an acquisition or it'll fail from lack of funding. Those are really the two options that exist when you take on VC funds, because those investors are looking for a 10x return on their investment, and they need to get that money back, and that's what you're agreeing to. 
I'm here to tell you that yes, starting a business is expensive. But yes, you can do it without angel investors and venture capitalists if you want. Yes, you can grow using investor funds, but go in eyes wide open to the realities and all the risks that are likely to happen. You can have and take control over your journey and make it your own. And when you have a clear goal for what you want to achieve and a realistic expectation for what it's going to take to get there, you'll be much likelier to reach that success. Now, I want to close with this being a time of great opportunity. We all know the world and the economy are in a major state of change. Recessions are periods and periods of uncertainty allow the underdogs to really gain momentum with the right product and business. So I want to encourage you to go out there and put your best foot forward. Take on some risks, take on opportunities, find what's going to differentiate you amongst the crowd and of other businesses out in the world and really bring true value to the people that you're serving. I think if you do that, that's the path to really build a thriving business. And of course, find out how to get there profitably. Now, I'm here to help you on your journey. If you've been listening all the way to the end, uh, you know that we have hours and hours of interviews and um, conversations like this on the podcast. And I also want to invite you to join me inside the Food Bevy Premium Membership Community to access the tools, resources, and partners you need to build a successful company. One of my favorites which is really taken off of our members are our founder circle groups, which are small three to four person masterminds that meet every other week. And it pairs you with a hand selected group of other founders who are similar size going through similar experiences as you. So you can have those real deep and authentic conversations that you can't have in public. More info in the links, but moving into the next 100 episodes that we're going to record. We're going to have more great founder interviews, more great interviews with retailers and other partners, all designed to help you build a successful company. If you've enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with other founders, other people in the industry who you think would like it as well. And also make sure you subscribe so you get each new episode that comes out. And also leave us a review. It makes a huge difference. Now to the next 100 episodes.